0: We wanted Ben.
1: Welcome to episode 150 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. Jason and I were just talking and I can't believe we're like at 150. Uh, It seemed like he was like, man, wasn't it like last week we did our 100th episode and now we're at 150? So thank you for listening and listening to us just shoot the crap for
0: an hour about Star Wars. Thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave it just... a
1: <laughs> That was the shortest episode we ever did. Why not I even start up the computer?
0: Yeah. No, that was uh it's a trip. That it's been 150, but then it's been almost a year since our last 100th celebration or the the 100 100 celebration.
1: Yeah. So, well uh oh shoot. You know what dude? We need to send a thing in for Ted because he's getting ready to hit 100 on on uh force of oh, yeah. course yeah i need I to record something for him so uh because that was kind of cool it was cool he'd do when we did that for ours so if you guys are listening to, you know one of one another podcast to listen to listen to, to ted what a ted lauren and what's his son's name i forget i don't little know but anyway jedi
0: guy i huh little jedi isn't andrew
1: yeah it does sound like i think it is andrew
0: i just had a stall long enough for my brain to catch up to the question <laughs>
1: Yes, and the only reason I know his, his daughter's name is because we've talked about her and her uh, how she's getting used to Rebels, and she never watched it, and now it's time for her to catch up for it. So that's the only reason why I know his daughter's name. But anyway, look them up, Force of Course Podcast, your bite side Star Wars podcast.
0: Yeah, it is, Andrew. I was right. Yes! Score good one, job, four.
1: Jason. Of course, you weren't good enough for the trivia, but you can remember it for that. I came in third place. Did you come in third place? Yes. Hello. Where were you, dude? I was trying to get some churros.
0: Well, there you go. Your your stomach was blocking the reality of that. I was coming in third place in the trivia contest,
1: dude. I didn't even know I came in third place on the pool in the pool contest until they announced my name. So,
0: I could have been first place if I wagered zero points. But
1: yeah my my wife was the same way. She goes, "If you would have wagered zero, you could have at least scored." Yeah. What we're what we're talking about is we had our uh, the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars collectors summer social uh, this past weekend, and there was trivia and pool and cornhole and uh, ping pong and hanging out for several hours and room sales, and then we did a our infamous Chemist Kennesaw run. So we had a very very busy weekend. I am was- still exhausted from it, and it's Monday night
0: dinner the night before too the summer social so friday night that was the dinner yes There was a so lot it's... it was a jam-packed star wars weekend it was such a blast mm-hmm. and
1: it goes nice. it goes by so fast and then you're kind of like thinking what did i miss what did i do wrong did i do you not do wrong but it's like i could what could i have done better but uh yeah or did I not hang out with certain people? Or you know how it is, because you're just like, oh, man, these people left. I didn't get to say goodbye. And right. It just because there's, there's 100 and something people. There's right. close to 100 people there, and there's people from all over the country that show up, and people that you hadn't seen. So you end up hanging out with a couple of different people, and then there's other people you want to hang out with, and then before you know it, the weekend's over. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. how tired are you, man?
0: I'm especially tired because – you know, the weekend before, I was over at Rich's house, and this backyard is like a park. It's gorgeous. And I'm like, I need to up my game, because I got people coming over the, for the Kennesaw run. So I got up early Sunday morning. I was out there at 6.30. I was chopping the the weeds and cutting down the bushes and trimming things up and making it look really good. Were and you running two-
1: gas-powered stuff at 6.30 in the morning on a Sunday? No, no,
0: no. It was all... Okay. I was sawing and, and using manpower and... okay. Um, I had gloves on and everything. I had long pants on, but I had short sleeve short sleeve shirt on. Mm-hmm. And so I was pulling some of the weeds, and there was like thorns on it. So as I was dragging it out from the bush, I was like scraping the thorns across my arm. So I had scratches there. But then Tuesday, I got poison ivy. Yeah, you can't really see it, but I got poison ivy on my arm. And so I started taking Benadryl, but that knocks you out, knocks me out. And so mm-hmm. then I. What, what is it? A couple days later, it starts breaking out on my other arm. So now I had poison ivy on both. So I've been taking Benadryl all week, which has been... And, and so my body's fighting off the poison ivy, which is another factor. It's a long way to say, in addition to being exhausted from the weekend, my body is physically exhausted from fighting off some poison ivy.
1: Because you're popping Benadryl like they're Tylenol.
0: Yes. I did call the doctor today, so I'm on roids right now, bro.
1: Oh, bro. So you're like all hyped up and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this desk, brother.
1: Bro. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now, brother, dude. I am so tired. <laughs> it's like, how am I going to make it through this episode? Cause like we're up till, you know, Oh, you're not getting home till 11, 30. So then you got to take a shower. So you're not getting bed- to bed till midnight. And then you're getting up at like six 30 in the morning and you're drinking cider. Look at you. Uh, so it's and you're doing that for several days in a row. And it's just, it's no rest for the weary, uh, no rest for the wicked for the whole weekend. Yeah. And uh, thank, we had, we did the Kennesaw run yesterday. Well, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little, jumping around like I always do, but we'd done, oh, snap. Hi there.
0: You got a light on your face? Yeah. You got I got a, a ring light.
1: Mandy, I bought a new ring light or I wanted a new ring light. And Mandy was like, here, use my one that clips onto my phone or clips onto the phone or clips onto the thing. And I was playing with it and I turned it on. And I was like, oh, Uh, So anyway, long story short, we had uh, people show up like it. But anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, it was so late. Susan had come late to the to the thing and I'd already made lunch and she had made lunch with it, you know, ate lunch with us and I'm sitting down and she goes, you need a nap. And her and Mandy were downstairs in the room and I just kind of snuck upstairs and I was like, I hope Susan didn't take, you know, fell asleep. And I told Mandy, I said, I hope Susan didn't take it as a fence. She goes, she could tell how tired you were. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I took uh, I s- sta- saved taking Benadryl that morning, so I didn't take it that morning. Not until mm-hmm. people left, because I knew it would take me, make me tired, and I didn't want to be like, um, <laughs> so that's right there's you know my favorite action. thing. <laughs> I took it after everybody left, and I was zonked out within the hour.
1: And you had a birthday party last night too, right?
0: Yeah, dude. I don't but know we'll get into it. all of that. We'll
1: get into all that. Let's go from start from.
0: Let's start Hello. from the normal formula of the Smugglers Galaxy Smuggler's podcast. Galaxy. We all yeah. What'd you pick up this week?
1: Uh I pre-ordered the Lego Ghost. Mm. After your awesome, yeah, that was yeah, that'll be here in September. Uh after your <laughs> you, awesome Are you tearing
0: review, up? Uh, huh? Are you tearing up uh, thinking Not about yet. it? Okay.
1: Not yet. I I I'm tearing up about the possibility of the Hazlab um, ghost, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but no, I did tear up a little bit when they announced it. It just it's cool because it's it's what's cool about it is it's a total resculpt of the OG. So they didn't just re-release it. Uh, it looks like it'll be a little bit smaller. It's got uh, Jason in it, which you love, and uh, he doesn't have green hair, which people are kind of throwing a fit about. But I'm sure there'd be something. Something about that in the in the Ahsoka series, or they'll fix it when he comes back around. Um, I have a theory. What's your theory?
0: That A, it's probably too much. The, the wig probably looked bad in live action to have uh-huh. a green wig. I'm sure they tested it out. But B, that he wants to be closer to the father he never knew. Right. And he wants to dye his hair like his father, so he could be closer to his father in some manner.
1: They probably, yeah, I could see there, you know, like, like I always say, we sweat about these things for months and it takes 30 seconds to fix yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. All you need is a scene of him dying his hair. Or maybe he brown. grew out of it. Or he could have grown out of it and they announce it and they're like, yeah, that's how we fix that. Uh, I mean, and it comes, huh?
0: I was once sandy blonde when and I was And now you're kid. peppered. And salt and pepper, but my Double hair is peppered. pretty dark. So anyways, sorry, continue.
1: At least you have hair, dude.
0: Yeah, I'm not complaining. It's curly, it's long, it's wavy, it's dreamy.
1: I miss hair, dude. It's been like 15 years since I've been shaving my head, and I miss it.
0: Now it's at the bottom of your face.
1: Yes, it's all right there. Um, But they have like a Mon Calamari, and they have, what else? They've got a a few things. There was a Lieutenant
0: something. Oh, the the Calamari was um, Lieutenant Beto. Beta. Yeah. And I made the joke that they named him after a beta fish.
1: Which they probably did.
0: Yeah. Cause it's kind of spelled phonetically like beta, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. And then there's a there's like a first order trooper or something. I don't remember who Wally was, but
0: well it's not first order, but
1: But same different well, not first order. Sorry, New Republic or Republic yeah. or Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like 160 bucks on Amazon, so you can pre-order that. And then when you did the the Marauder review, I was by Target and they had that half price. I had to pick it up for Michael Galaxy Squadron.
0: That's um.
1: Also picked up a some stuff from Hallmark. Picked up uh, the the Leia and Wicket uh, ornament. Ornament. Picked up the Dwight ornament from the Office, and then picked up one of the birds for my wife. I, I. I was looking at the one that they do the up and down, the the $65 Storyteller one. And my wife is, I'm like, it's a lot of money for an ornament. She goes, but it does a lot. And I'm like, it's a lot of money for an ornament.
0: Yeah, it's a $65 ornament. It's from Best Spin Cloud City. And you press the button and they start playing the music and the, the dialogue from the whole, I love you, I know. And Han gets lowered into the center of the ornament. And a few seconds later, he pops up in carbonite and it just cycles through the carbonate goes back down Han pop Han pops up it just keeps going back and forth back and forth until you stop it
1: right um the only thing that the thing that really bothers me about that is there's no boba fett but his dialogues there
0: yeah and it's uh the new boba fett dialogue from the special editions and no from the revision of the special editions
1: revision of the revision of the revision yeah uh, what else did I pick? I picked up um the calicori, the calicori patch from Celebration. Somebody had one that was uncut with Vinny. all the sponsor patches.
0: Yeah, Vinny had that.
1: Yeah, so I picked that up uh, at uh room sales. Sense. I also what else did I pick up? I picked up some like Mexican bootleg um ewok finger puppets for Mandy. And uh I think that's it. Time. I I'm pretty sure there's more stuff, but I'm waiting. I'm I'm in a holding pattern until next weekend, uh, when they announce what the Haslab, the ghost is supposed to be, which yeah, they've been announcing, huh?
0: No, go ahead.
1: They've they've been teasing it way too much.
0: I'm trying to think like, would they say in a month, because of the price point, will they announce it and say in one month this goes live? Or are they going to do what they did at Celebration Anaheim and announce it? And then the next day, I think it was live. The lightsaber.
1: Right. I I have a feeling they're going to want to. They may extend it because it's normally six weeks. I I think they're going to want to let it run through at least the middle of the Ahsoka show. Yeah. So I have a feeling that they don't announce that it it goes live this weekend. They're going to pause for a couple of weeks or they're going to extend it to two months or pause it for a couple of weeks and then, uh, you know, let it run. At least I, I hope I, because I would hope they would let it run through the end of Ahsoka. That way they can get as many, uh, uh, commitments as possible. Mm -hmm. But we, we will see.
0: I went to second chance this week. I was looking for a specific Funko for my son for his birthday. And I walked out with a Micro Machine, the single-carded um, Star Destroyer, like the little small ones that were just single-carded. I got one of those. Um, I had to kill time Friday, because after work, I went to a co-worker's house for a pre-party, kind of. And then I went to the summer social dinner party. Uh-huh. But I had to kill time. And I was over in, is it Linwood? Is that a place? Target? In Midtown?
1: Yeah, Midtown. Yeah. We'll just, just say had, Midtown.
0: Okay. And they had, it was over in the Buckhead area, they had TVC indoor bunkers on the store shelf, but for $60. bucks, i am like, I doubt it. So I picked it up and I scanned it. It was $27. Nice. So I got the figure and the bunker for $27. Bucks. So I was pretty happy with that price. And then um, at that West Virginia Jedi Con that we promoted, what was it, last month? Yeah. Some some guy shows up with a bunch of micro machines and he was there the year before, but he's got the minifigures from like the last wave, the ones that are selling for a hundred bucks per thing. Uh-huh. Per pack. And he was selling them for twelve bucks. But not only that, it was buy one, get one free. So essentially they were six bucks. So I was able to get the Imperial Scout Troopers, the Imperial Pilots, the Endor Rebel Strike Team, Imperial Naval Naval Troopers, and the Rebel Fleet Troopers, Um, all for like $24 or something like that.
1: You were pretty excited when Sam was showing that to you. Oh,
0: man. I have never seen them. I don't think I've ever seen them in person. Really? Yeah. Um, So I was just ecstatic to, A, see them in person, see them in great condition, because as I've said time and time again... Nobody cared about that, micro machines, So that stuff is generally beat up and nicked up. And the card was great. The bubble was great. The figures look great. It just had a little light dusting. Just had to clean that off. And then the other thing Sam brought, um, he found the Antochmeric X-Wing Micro Galaxy Squadron. Oh, yeah. Uh, It doesn't have... It has the sticker on it, the the 1 in 5000 Chase sticker. So the one you found doesn't, which is... You know it's probably a factory error, but if I could take the sticker off, like it would be the same thing. There's nothing special about it, you know. Right. So I have one with and one without. And then at room sales, um Adam Throne had the West End Games uh hero pack sealed, it's the miniature, and Tony Harmon got me the cantina pack for the White Wampa exchange. Uh-huh. I was looking at the back of it and it had more Cantina aliens in this pack, and so I picked up another one of those sealed. So I got a, I guess I got a small run of Cantina aliens from West End Games going.
1: <laughs> you might as well, dude. You got a six inch uh, Cantina, so.
0: And then yeah, I might as well. And then Jerry had a couple of the titanium pieces, the Y wing and the Star Destroyer that. I mean, he said he was having so much stuff. Now that his room is set up, he's got boxes. He's going through things and trying to figure out what he doesn't want anymore. So he generously gave me those two items, which I've put out on display in the room already. Awesome. That's a lot. Um, I also, uh, Amazon had the Prime Day. They had sales. Uh Uh-huh. I got that. (laughs) The sun's
1: coming through your your window. I'm allergic.
0: (laughs) I got the Cad Bane from the the, uh, Bad Batch. The black. Yeah, Super those were version. like what
1: like 20 bucks or 15 dollars or
0: it, it was 19 dollars for that prime day. Nice. But originally it was 27. So I was like, yeah, I like Cad Bane. I like that version of them. And then uh I pre-ordered these a while ago. Uh TBC Our Commander Colt, which is another clone. It was Walmart exclusive. Um, I ordered two because the rule is you order two and hope that one's you got a 50-50 chance that in the bubble that'll turn out well mm-hmm. uh, from Walmart because they don't package things right. And uh, they both have dings in the bubble. Uh, there's one here in the corner of the bubble. You can't really see it. Mm-hmm. There's one in the top here. Uh, but they packaged it like this. like <laughs> They patched, packaged it back to back for those that are listening, not like front to front. So the bubbles are like you know touching each other like you would right. expect so that there's some
1: get a little just, bit of protection in there
0: yeah no they didn't do that which was the frustrating part so but it is what it is when it comes to walmart exclusives but that's all i got Yeah, which is so, did, so we uh, need to what go ahead we need to get into the summer social but I do have some news yes to talk about the trailer
1: what trailer did a trailer come out this week?
0: Yeah, a trailer for Andor Season Two.
1: Oh, that was awesome when Andy Circus came back as Snoke when yes. they show him uh returning into Snoke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that one. And he kills Darth Vader.
1: Yes. And he takes over in the helmet.
0: Yeah. He and it was Darth Vader the, the entire time.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, what were your thoughts of the Ahsoka trailer? We're not going to go shot for shot. Oh, my God. This is the trailer
1: I think everybody's been waiting for. It's a trailer I've been waiting for um, because they do. I mean, you.
0: (laughs) This trailer seemed more like Rebel Season 5 trailer.
1: Yes. Like Uh, Ahsoka
0: was in it, but she wasn't the primary focus. It was more of like you need to recruit Sabine. Yeah. Was the focus of the trailer.
1: The I held it together until you see the hologram of Ezra and you hear it. And then it's just like waterworks. Uh, because it's, that's, you know, it's just, I, um, I'm also very, it's very sensitive to me right now because I did just finish my like third or fourth rewatch of rebels last week. So that whole thing is that whole sees that whole scene is, is very, um, is front of mind, top of mind to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and it, it is, you just, you relive it, uh, but anyway, long story short, it I'm I'm curious if because you see the start of the prelogue in Rebels in the trailer, and Sabine has long hair, and then in later you see the end of the epilogue, and she's got the short hair. So it's like, did she are they retconning it, or how many times have has Ahsoka come back to Lathal? Um the, you know, but I'm also nitpicking. I'm not going to really care that Ahsoka ha- I mean, Sabine has long hair. I'm. It also, to me, answers okay. So she calls. Well, she uh, cuts ah- it, so- huh? She does she cut cuts it. Yeah. But in the in the epilogue of Rebels, when Ahsoka comes in, uh, Sabine has the short yeah. hair and is in her uniform, is in her Mandalorian outfit. So it's like they had the same thing shot one with her in short hair and the rebel and her. A, and her uh, Mandalorian armor and then another one with long hair and no Mandalorian armor mm. so which one is the one they're going to use or are they are they tricking us and they're going to use both of them Um, and then she does call Ahsoka Master over a chessboard so that is interesting.
0: It's very interesting because is Sabine even force sensitive?
1: They never really show it in Rebels but she is a badass with a lightsaber
0: the other thing that I thought was weird is, so I've only watched Rebels through once. I've only watched it once. And my impression was that they were a family unit. Right. But that Ezra did have a crush on Sabine because he did realize that they're not brother and sister. But Sabine yeah. looked Sabine looked at him like a brother. Like there was no love interest there. But this one, it seems like... There was a relationship. I don't... Maybe I'm reading too much into the live action from a trailer. You know, was, there's limited information, but it did feel like Sabine cares a little bit more than... Like, it seems like she's stuck. She's mm-hmm. stuck in trying to find where Ezra is based on this two-minute trailer.
1: Right. And, and, and it and has it, been five years, so maybe feelings have grown in those five years. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um. But, uh, yeah, I... Cause she, yeah, he's always had a crush on her, and she's always looked at him as a little brother. So maybe things have changed. Maybe it's another Anakin and Padme relationship.
0: Maybe she feels like she let her little brother down. Yeah. So, but who knows?
1: Yeah, because it is um, at the end of Rebels, they're trying, they're trying to get him to stay, and then Ezra sneaks away, and next thing you know, he's in Thrawn's ship. So it was sort of a a big deal. Yeah you know cuz they um Seems and they actually fun. made a they made a point Then i didn't notice it the first couple of rewatches but then they made a point of showing him handing chopper his lightsaber and then chopper handing it to Sabine so <laughs> it would explain a lot cuz there's pictures of Sabine that she redid his lightsaber so um <laughs> I can't tell if you're laughing at me. Sun the sun is in my face. No, the sun's <laughs> in my face. So it would make sense that she uh, upgraded uh, Ezra's lightsaber mm. if she's being trained to use it. I think at the very least she was sa- she was getting saber training from Ahsoka.
0: Yeah, that's quite possible. Uh, the shot out of Thrawn, even though that was leaked at uh, Celebration, it was great to see it.
1: Yeah. And it always bugged me for, and I couldn't figure it out until somebody posted a side by side of him in the cartoon version. And it's because the cartoon version, he is standing erect. I mean, he is straight up. He's got the military precision, you know, shoulders back standing, you know, very, very militaristic posture. And in the shot from the live action, he does not have that. He's still got good posture, but he's leaning over just enough to where you're like, something's not right with that.
0: I don't know. I, it, I didn't read into it that much. I was that, just happy to see Thrawn's face after, nearly yes. th- what, 30 years or something like this?
1: Yeah, it, it's been that long. I was excited that he was brought in the Rebels. So it's been five years since Rebels and. Yeah, it's been 30 years since we're... So, yeah, to see him in live action is going to be awesome.
0: We see the evil peoples. Yes. We don't know if they're former Jedi or former Sith or what the story is with them, but it did seem like Ray Stevenson, who was named Baylor, knew Anakin, mm-hmm. and he knew Ahsoka and Anakin specifically.
1: Right. And he, and he does see- utter the words, I'm no Jedi. So that, yes. I thought that was interesting, too.
0: Yeah. He's something else.
1: Right, but that's an Ahsoka uh, saying.
0: Yeah, maybe he left the the Jedi Order at some point, too. Right. So he's not full Sith, but he's abusing the Force, so maybe it's not fully red. It's somewhere in the middle, that orangeish color, because he's not fully completely Sith and evil. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then uh, Narayan suggested this, and I have read this before. This was a theory. Morgan Elsbeth, who we've met in The Mandalorian... Takes on Ahsoka in a hand to hand combat. Uh, he floated the thought that she might be a Night Sister because she's so skilled, mm-hmm. which would be cool to see the Night Sisters in live action too. Because we've seen them in the Clone Wars, we've seen them in video games, uh, Jedi Survivor. Have we seen them in uh, uh, Rebels?
1: Yes. Well, we see. Okay, so when Sabine gets the dark saber, they are in whatever planet Darth Maul is from, and they're there. There's uh, so it probably is Night Sisters, but they're ghost. They're in ghost right. form, not people form.
0: So maybe they're maybe she's a Night Sister or something like that. Anyways, it just got me. I'm excited for the show. I'm in Philonia, I trust he wrote all eight episodes, even though he didn't direct all of them. Yeah. And I'm
1: curious the run times because they're doing a two episode premiere on the 23rd. So do I 15 minutes long, 15 minutes? Okay. Awesome. So I can wake up at five and still be okay to work. Yeah. Make it to work. I don't know, dude. I, and and in all honesty, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this season because that whole day when that trailer released, I was just. I was so focused on that trailer and so like taken aback by uh, in a good way. Just so excited for it. My, my, I just didn't pay attention to anything else the rest of the day on a freaking trailer.
0: Oh, I do have, oh, the ghost. It had first officer Hawkins, Lieutenant Beta, Jason Sedula, Hera and Chopper. I did write that down. I just looking at my notes, but anyways, yeah, you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it.
1: I'm going to have to dude it, it, it's it's going to be an emotional couple of months uh for us rebel fans because uh you know the hopefully haslab announcement of it they released the Lego Ghost they're going to you know we're going to see the ghost crew in live action uh all the pre-orders are going to start coming in and we'll wait have to wait 2 years to get them for all there the was, stuff
0: There was one moment at room sales when it was like close to nine thirty and I walk past you and you look at me and your eyes are red and puffy. I'm like, Oh, look at Glenn. Glenn is tired and I'm still going. And you go, We're talking rebels. I'm like, Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were talking yeah. to Rebels
0: with someone, with Sam and Hannah, and you were...
1: Yeah, we were talking Rebels, and it just, I can't help it. It just, you start tearing, I tear up every time I talk Rebels. There was, <laughs> I met somebody in a Target parking lot a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, nice tattoos, and we start talking Rebels, and both of us are kind of having, had a moment, because I'm like, how much, how much did you see? I, and she, I said, she goes, oh yeah, I know, I know Kanan passed, and we're both like, okay, good, we can talk about that. And it just, its a, it was, because I had, like I said, it was, I was like, midway in between Jedi Knight and the end of the series. And uh, yeah, it just, it was still fresh in my mind and she'd it. It was something she had just watched. And uh, you know, it, it's cool to share that moment. I, I It's hard. I, with somebody that doesn't, has never watched rebels. You don't understand what it means to the people that have watched it and fallen in love with it over these past 10 years. Um, and when you meet a true rebels fan and you can share that moment with them, uh, it's something that, pretty awesome i mean it's more rebels is more emotion to me than star wars than the uh, than any other any other part of star wars
0: cool yeah <laughs>
1: <Thumbs> <laughs> so yes it, I, dude i was even like going through like disney you know disney sends you emails and they're like shop disney and you're looking through it and you're like this is all going to be rebel stuff in a couple mm-hmm. of months
0: Hera's gonna be on everything. Sabine's gonna be on everything. If Ezra comes back or Zeb, he's gonna be on things.
1: Dude, have you seen the Ahsoka play? Uh, somebody made they they made an Ahsoka headdress.
0: Yes, for little girls. Yeah, it's uh the Hasbro. What do they call it? The play line or whatever role playing line.
1: Yeah, but so they made they made Sahara. I mean, uh, Ahsoka's whatever they call them.
0: Um. Andor has been nominated for Best Drama Series at the two, 2023 Emmys, and yeah. Obi-Wan was nominated for Best Limited Series. Hey, buddy. I don't think they'll either one of them will win, but I think that's the biggest, the highest uh, honor that they've been nominated for since the original Star Wars was nominated for Best Picture. Uh-huh. Obi-Wan was also nominated for Outstanding Single Camera Picture Editing, Outstanding Sound Editing, Outstanding Sound Mixing, Outstanding Fantasy and Sci-Fi Costumes. Andor was nominated for Cinematography Half Hour Series, Outstanding Directing, Original Dramatic Score, and Original Title Theme Music, Sound Editing, Drama Comedy Series, One Hour VFX Season or a Movie, and Drama Series Writing. Um, I didn't realize Bo William William will i Mon- he created um house of cards oh the u.s version so i didn't realize he wrote on andor that's interesting pretty interesting that um, may be
1: why it's so dramatic at some points because that was a pretty dramatic show
0: yeah take kevin spacey out of it allegedly yeah. allegedly right. uh hasbro revealed a couple new black series figures this week first was the force ghost qui-gon Jin from kenobi his bottom half has that blue haze that we've seen with the other black series ghosts his robe is kind of that see-through blue and then the second figure is kenobi himself in that white and brown robes with the lightsaber and the t16 skyhopper model and i i really like that version so i think i'm going to get both of those black series figures
1: I, um, I have seen some of the Andor ones pop up at some Targets and Walmarts.
0: Yeah. 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 Awesome.
1: And, and I don't know why, but I've been stopping at Walmarts, hoping that they have the Micro Galaxy Squadron ad at, at show up. But we don't. I'm like, I actually know, know better.
0: They're hitting store shelves. They're in the Midwest now. They're in like Kansas. So it's a matter of time yeah. before they show up in ours.
1: Um, the, but I've got one, I got one pre-ordered on Target, so I'm just gonna wait.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh the Amazon exclusive return of the Jedi version of the ATAT goes on sale on July 31st. So if you want that version, instead of having snow deco, it's got the muddy deco. Yeah. The uh um, black series.
1: I was, I mean, I don't want to go on a on a micro galaxy squadron uh tyrant, uh, but it is interesting when you talk to but people, but I will. Okay. And you may be thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Do you want to hold it for a minute or do you want to? No, no,
0: no, no. you were like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I just said, but you will.
1: But, oh, but I will. I was thinking you wanted to. No, Um, no. I'm just going to say this real quick. It is interesting when you talk to people um, and you talk to people in all the parts of the country Mm -hmm. and nobody is finding anything. Nobody, you know, it's like somebody should be able to find stuff and like series unless series three was all the lats and you know wave two we haven't been able to find and wave four is now starting to show up so it's something's going on and hopefully they get it figured out
0: yeah there's some distrib- distribution issues which has plagued hasbro from time to time i i can't imagine i can imagine that they're all the series two and three are hanging out somewhere in a, wa- a walmart warehouse because series one is clogging the store shelves they haven't pushed those through clearance so
1: yeah and i've been to a couple of walmarts where they have pallets of toys that they're putting out and i'm just looking for that pink box and i just i don't see them
0: yeah so that's it for my
1: there's my micro galaxy squadron rant of the week
0: yeah somebody was telling us um that was it forbidden planet in the uk had cases of the white tie fighter chase for selling for 25 bucks each yeah it's like, right. how does one shop allegedly, I haven't seen this, allegedly get cases of the chase? Right. Um, the Black Series Doc Ondor is showing up in mailboxes and it has me a little concerned because his face was supposed to have like a white fade. his <laughs> his uh His highlights like towards the middle of his body is white and then it's supposed to fade into like the darker skin tone. Uh But that's what the promo images say show. But the actual version of him, it's got like a hard line around his face. And it's just, you know, what what's the issue has, bro? Are you skipping out on money? Is it quality control? What's what are you doing that you're not providing the product that you advertise? Who knows? Um, I did see uh, somebody did take the robes off of Doc Ondor. He doesn't have the beard that Doc Ondor has. And so I'm thinking this is just a quick, easy repaint for the Moedon, Madonna, whatever his name is, from the, the OG, Cantina, the Hammerhead.
1: OG Hammerhead.
0: Yeah, so I think he's going to be that. He's going to show up as, as a uh, Black Series figure in, within the year or so.
1: I mean, they love doing repaint, right so why not?
0: Yeah. And I had thought about... um there's this guy on Instagram, Landspeeder Luke, who made a kit so you could 3D print the pieces necessary to make the can- Cantina version of that character. But I, I it's just obvious that at some point Hasbro's gonna make it. Right. Um, something I wanted to ask you since yes. we saw since we saw this in what's the Mandalorian. We Zeb had his cameo and he was in that like Vietnam base with all the other rebel pilots or the new Republic pilots. He was wearing a blue costume, a blue uniform, blue flight flight pilot uniform, whatever I'm trying to say there. Um, The last time we saw that blue version was in rogue one with blue, blue squadron. They were flying the blue X wings. So my question is, what is Zeb flying these days? Is it an X wing? Is it an A wing? He's a pretty big guy. So he's got to be in some sort of giant cockpit. I would assume.
1: I, I don't think unless they're gonna make him a big old X wing, uh, I would assume. I mean, if, if I had to guess, I would say he maybe in a U wing
0: mm-hmm.
1: would be what this I'd bomber. put him in a U bomber. Yeah, U wing bomber. Okay. Or or what about the bombers from like uh,
0: the Last Jedi?
1: Last Jedi are those even used yet?
0: No, I think the Y wing was the bomber at the time of of uh. This time period of of Star Wars.
1: And it's also how how can he contort himself to make himself smaller?
0: Yeah, it's like Shaquille O'Neal. You have to have a specialized vehicle for Shaq to fit in. Uh-huh. And I would assume it's the same thing for Zeb that you have to have some sort of special configuration in a cockpit for Zeb to fit into it and be able to fly it comfortably.
1: Right. So I'm I'm assuming if he's flying anything, it's gonna be a, a U Wing. Okay. Unless there's another ship that we don't know about that they'll release.
0: I just never thought U Wings were fast. I thought they were the slower. I don't know.
1: I mean I just don't see yeah. it as a
0: fast vehicle, not like an X Wing and an A Wing.
1: I also don't think Zeb's a big a good pilot, or he would be a good pilot,
0: but or maybe, maybe he's like a B Wing. Huh? Maybe a B wing.
1: You think a B Wing's big enough?
0: I don't know. I never Or does a B
1: Wing have two pilots? Let's add, that let's go. Get...
0: I thought it was a one pilot ship, but I never understood how the B wing flew, because it's weird because it rotates and you know it flies up and down horizontally, mm-hmm. but then it could switch vertically and the wings fold up and it's just I never understood that as a ship. Right. But anyways, um, and then Jordan asked us the question based on last week's topic of the special editions. He said, question for you guys to answer on your podcast that's related to the special edition topic. Now that, there, now that we're 26 years with the special edition and about 20 years with the prequel trilogy, looking back on the majority of the CGI used in both trilogies, a lot of it looked incredibly dated and clunky. What are your feelings and thoughts about replacing the dated CGI in the two trilogies with the current CGI to close the gap between the practical and special effects? No new scenes, no new characters or creatures, nothing taken away, just updated special effects quality. Interestingly, you go ahead. They've done that. I don't know if you realize that, but in the special edition there was like a a pink haze around a lot of the special effects. It was weird. It didn't uh-huh. look right, and in the subsequent releases of the special editions, as George tinkered away with things, they did really they did remove that pink haze. So
1: Well, I in know some ways they've done that. I know like, um, an empire normally when they do a space battle or they did battles like that, it was a black, a white ship on a black background. So you can hide stuff, but they've never did. They never did white on white. They never did it on snow. So that was sort of, you know, and you could kind of see it in the ships. You can kind of see them cheating it, but I guess they fixed that. Uh, but yes, going, I'm sorry, but hold on. Let me get collect my thoughts. Yes, I agree with that Jordan. I would love to see updated like 2024 20, special effects because we had it playing in the background here, uh Empire and it's like the minute you see that stuff, it just dates the movie. It dates the movie worse than the original uh practical effects.
0: On the other side of that spectrum, I'd say leave it alone. Uh, we've seen enough changes. Just just yeah. leave it be. Let it breathe you did the best it's this is probably the best that we're going to get as far as special effects some people might argue that the crappy special effects and i say that comparatively to today's special effects are endearing and appreciated so i don't know i think it's uh i think it should just be left alone at this point
1: yeah i i truthfully i would rather see like the like like you said the 1970 special practical effects and just leave it to hell alone. Yeah. Maybe if if you're going to do like a remaster where you tweak stuff but you're not adding stuff to it. you're, you're, you're there you go. I'm I'm thinking like a musician where sometimes yeah. they'll remaster music.
0: Yes, yeah, they do that all the time. I mean Get it Back has been released. Let It Be, sorry, Let It Be has been released how many times redone. The whole album, Let It Be, right, has been redone over and over again. They got re- they removed the wall of sound that was added to it later on and all that fun stuff. So I think just Let It, let it Be.
1: <laughs> let it be. Let it be.
0: So this past weekend, we, we're going to get back into the special editions next week. This past weekend was the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors. We've kicked off the weekend with a reunion of sorts at Hobnob. Yes,
1: Hobnob near over near perimeter mall,
0: in Sandy Springs. What were your thoughts?
1: I I I will tell you this: they really uh, the restaurant as itself. If I'm going to talk about the restaurant, they did a really good job uh, accommodating us because I showed up about a half an hour before our uh, reservation, and Ryan made some reservations under his name, and I made some under my name. And I'd gone and I said, Hey, we've got two different parties of about, it's going to be about 20 people total. Can we at least sit close together to where we could see each other, see each other. And they were like, Oh man. And next thing you know, about 10 minutes? I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to sit at the bar, have a beer while I'm waiting for people. And uh, about five minutes later, Susan showed up and we talked for about, so within 15 minutes, they had a back room put together for us. And it was basically a, a, a semi-private room. I mean, it was, it was actually it was private um, for a lack of yeah. better term. We were away from everything. And the, I thought the waiter was outstanding uh, I, it, for that many people and us not to have any hiccups. The, he did a great job. And But he also, when we were there, he was like, this is how I do it. Once you pick a seat and you make an order, everything's coming to that seat. So we were kind of, you know, we were still moving around, but when the food got here, we knew to go back to our assigned seats and we were ordering, we were ordering it per seat. Um, So I think the waiter did a killer job. Uh, The food came out. It was flawless. And that's to me, now that I think about it, when you have that many people to have a flawless service is, you know, I got to give them, give them props for that. Clapping. I did clap, which you probably
0: canceled your clap sound. Okay. I clapped,
1: uh, zoom canceled it, but yes, I, I, the food, uh, I, I had chicken waffles and the waffles were really sweet. Uh, chicken was, uh, chicken was good. Uh, somebody had ordered chicken wings for the table. Those
0: were good. Um, how are the people? Let's get into the people. The people all right, <laughs> we don't fine. need the people, a food I'm review. I'm sorry. I thought
1: you wanted me to do a restaurant review. Uh The people were great, man, because like you evening. said, it was a reunion. And a lot of these people have, we've been working on these friendships for five or six years actually. And it, truthfully, when you see somebody over email or or over Facebook and you only get to meet them once or twice, it takes that long to get that friendship going, mm. um, and it was cool because like Vinny and Ralph came down. I don't know if they, but they hung out a lot together and, yeah. uh, you know, seeing Vinny and Ralph from Ralph, I've seen from other, you know, from celebrations and stuff, but Vinny, I met at celebration last, uh, in Anaheim and we hung out a bunch and through, you know, we've exchanged stuff on Facebook and, you know, that friendship, it, it's like no time at all. Yeah. Um, and seeing, then seeing Dan from Dan, um, uh, from Dan you and work- Daniel. Dan Lazell and Dan Uthman.
0: Uf- yeah. Uthman. Yes. From Portland. Seeing huh? From Portland.
1: Portland. Seeing seeing both seeing both the Daniels or Dan's or uh was awesome. So, you know, those four guys uh seeing them was was awesome.
0: And you sat and, next to Sam and Hannah. Yeah, I well? sat
1: sort of corner from them. Yeah. Uh, at dinner and they had come down. They actually are restarting the Tennessee Club. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. With, I think, the artist, with the artist guy that that was there, I forgot his name. Josh. Josh. So, them and Josh are restarting the Tennessee club. So, having them uh, come down was kind of sweet. Yeah. Talking to them about, you know, hey, you guys really, it's like, it feels like they are six months ahead of where we were when we started. Because they've already got, like, a lot of the uh, groundwork done. But that club is kind of, you know, it's kind of been in effect for a minute. So, but yeah, they're they they seem to be doing great with the Tennessee club right now. Awesome. Uh and then Susan was there, who was yep. Sam Sams
0: or Sam was there. I sat next to Sam and Ralph. Ian yep. was across from me, so it was Narayan. Uh Tony sat next to me and then uh Gus came in late. Yeah. Uh, he he came in and he sat down across from me as well, so
1: Right. Which he, he flew in from Seattle, so boy was his arms tired.
0: Actually, I think it was Chicago. I think he Chicago. was in Chicago for an um He's been traveling nonstop, so he
1: retired and he's like, "I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna yeah. have fun."
0: So it was great to uh, to hang out with Gus for a little bit. Somebody I've looked up to in the hobby, somebody mm-hmm. who shares knowledge and is very knowledgeable and very personable. And um, it was great to hang out with all those people and just have conversations about Star Wars. The things that I can't do in my home, I just do it hot <laughs> and on.
1: <laughs> like it is it Star Trek or Star Wars that you got? Which oh one is God. it?
0: My my mother in law does send me, "Hey, look at this Star Trek thing," and I just slap my face like, "No, oh, it's Star Wars." And she'll do it over and over again. Look at this Star Trek thing. Yeah, that's great. It's Star
1: Wars, though. Right. Hey, look! I got you a a cup topper from Burger King. Here you go. Look. And
0: then. Charge- yeah and then after dinner we hung out at jenny's ice cream which, which was, was a long...
1: amazing i didn't i could not believe i had room for ice cream
0: yeah jenny's ice cream is all handmade and it's all le- like legit ice cream like
1: yeah narayan lives the ice cream patch set because it's like every time we go out he's like ice cream he's like uh forrest gump and oh. uh Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. Well, to be Ryan's... fair,
0: maybe he had the idea beforehand, but as we were wrapping up, I'm like, hey, let's go get ice cream. And Ryan's like, you want to go get ice cream? Let's go. <laughs> so he's always if... down for some ice cream. So maybe I push Lieutenant Dan off a cliff there. So <laughs> it's not him. It's me.
1: I, I just I keep waiting for somebody to run through with an orange jumpsuit on when we get ice cream one time. I think that'd be funny
0: yeah but that was great it was great talking like even afterwards we were just we were eating ice cream and we were talking about weather and we we're talking about growing up in new jersey and new york and georgia and digging out of six feet of snow or being stuck nine hours from snowmageddon ice mageddon in atlanta yeah that was awesome so that it was just
1: snuck in nine hours of snow but
0: yeah, the whole it, evening was awesome too. It set the tone for the weekend and it was close to what? 10 o'clock, 11, no, 11, 11 o'clock. It was about 11.
1: It was after 11. Cause you were, you were kind of like, when does this place
0: close? No, or I wasn't. Day. I was pushing myself.
1: <laughs> you were, you did awesome. Um, then, but yeah, it was, uh, the, the ice cream place was supposed to close about 11 and a little bit after 11, uh, everybody starts going i gotta go back to the hotel and once that first domino falls everybody's like yep time to go yeah
0: so i was very thankful to get some sleep (laughs) because we got up early and we headed out to the summer social at Narayan's house yeah right there
1: roughly about nine o'clock i got there about nine you were there about
0: a little bit later yep
1: but it was uh... still it's such a it's it's such a fun long day the, but Ryan
0: it, is such a gracious host yes he is he, everything uh, was he, incredible I, th- I think this was the best run the the easygoing uh, the the peak of everything the club has been building for for the past five six years it's right. just perfect
1: yeah he uh we finally figured out the games because he was like all right we're gonna because we used to when we did the the games they were double elimination and then you because he has a uh, he had a ping pong thing that he put on top of his pool table so you had to play ping pong first and then you got to play pool and then it was double elimination so you're not starting the pool tournament till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon uh, and then the same thing with cornhole that was going till 3 or 4 yeah. so people were just exhausted by that The you know the people that were competing were exhausted and aggravated by the end of the day and this year he took the ping pong table and put it in his a garage and then made everything single elimination.
0: Yep. Which, which worked great.
1: Yeah, Which was awesome. So all you had to do was win one match and you were in metal contention.
0: And that's what happened with uh, Rich and I. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: it took me a while to lock into cornhole. Yeah. Um, as it always happens, the first thing I throw goes right into the hole and then everything mm-hmm. else starts missing. And so... Yeah, that-
1: that's like me in bowling. You take a couple of practice swing bowls and you hit a turkey and then you yep. can never hit a strike the rest of yep. the match.
0: Although by the end, I was locked in. We had a very competitive game with Terry and Lisa where it was like we had the lead and then we were tied. We had the lead and we were tied. And then Terry just turns it on and he goes into the zone. He starts throwing the beans perfectly. So the boards that we had were very bouncy. So He would, he would hit the board or we would hit the board and it would just bounce off and fly off and... He he was able to lock in, so it would just land on it, and they won by like four points over us. So we came in second place, but it was but such on. a blast. So
1: Terry won cornhole. Oh, he won cornhole and pool and
0: pool. Yeah. Okay, he didn't do ping pong. Double winner.
1: Levi locks it down at ping pong.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. John you Waterhouse. when you know Levi when Waterhouse. you know when
1: he you he shows up with his own paddle, it's on.
0: Like Donkey Kong, yeah. But it was great. No, <laughs> no my wife It did. was
1: cool, and uh, I I came in third from uh from that.
0: Did Shannon Shannon's just walk outside. In she something? went to go get a package, and she stops and she sees that I'm looking at her, and she starts making faces. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, "That's got to be Shannon messing with yeah, you." Yeah,
0: she's messing with me. But sorry, you were saying.
1: I was saying I came in third place for pool, which uh. I did not know that I came in third place for pool uh, until they were making announcements. And I, I thought I heard my name and I'm like, oh, people know where I'm at. And then they're like yelling at me to come up. So I was like, I finally won after like five years.
0: I uh, came in third place with trivia, but it was tough because I had the one person you don't want sitting next to you when you play trivia sitting next to me, <laughs> which is Gus.
1: <laughs> but but was, he was even having issues with yeah him. he was he having was,
0: issues but i he assumed was, he knew everything right but john was great because he had a white swath and i don't think anybody can know everything about this hobby
1: right and he did um i think mandy might have been saying that he, she thought the questions might have been a little too hard but i was like i think they were right in they were right in the middle i mean he could have because i'm like i get mad when you go to do trivia and it's all softballs yeah. I mean, he could have thrown in a couple of softballs, which he probably thought he threw in some softballs, but they were all medium to hard. Well, the first,
0: I, I thought the the question, what is the first EU novel uh-huh. was a softball, but he didn't put a time period. So is the first EU novel heir to the empire or a splinter of the mind's eye?
1: Right. And I, I went air and then you're like, wait a minute. And then he actually did come back and say, He saw an answer and he was like, y'all need to rethink it because that's not the answer. The obvious answer is not the answer.
0: It's a splinter in the mind's eye.
1: Right. Uh, But he did it in the past. uh, Narayan basically gave everybody a packet for questions and people would basically spend all day doing the questions. And then this time yet again, we sped it up and uh, we had it done more like a bar style. Well, Narayan...
0: uh, Ryan's questions were based on his cantina, his collection. So you would have to go through the collection and try to figure out the answers. Right. And that's what took up the time.
1: Correct. Yeah. And it was probably like 20 or 30 questions. It was, it was a pretty detailed uh, list. Yes. And then uh, John did it more bar style. And he somebody actually about the three questions in because he he's doing it like a bar where you have a three minute song uh, in between yes. questions. And somebody <laughs> was like, dude, you need to speed this up. So he even shortened it down to like 30 seconds to a minute. So uh they, even at that point, we were like, yes. And, and um the thing that I think got a lot of people, which got me and it got you, was the last question. It was like, wager your points. So you're kind of talking to everybody around you. And I'm like, I had nine points. And you had like, what, 12 or 13. And then yeah. Adam's sitting next to you at 15. And I'm like, well, shoot, I need to wager all my points if I'm thinking I'm going to score, if I'm going to place. And then you, it's a five-point question, five-part question. You got to get all five parts right. And of course, Mandy's like, well, if you would have known, if I, if you, you should have known that it was, quite, if you were going to get, you had to get all five points right, you should have just not wagered anything. And if you wouldn't have done that, You would have wagered it in nothing, you would have won or would have at least placed. And I'm like, thanks, babe.
0: I wagered half of my points, and that's how I came in third place. If I wagered zero points, which I don't know if that's fair or not, I would have gotten first place.
1: Right. I think Uh, it's fair because it's it's your point. It's your points to wager.
0: Yeah, frozen. Oh,
1: there you are. You're on frozen. What were you going to say?
0: Nothing. I don't have anything to add. I thought it was great.
1: <laughs> but it it it's a it, it's a it's a gambling thing and and they do that in bar uh trivia all the time. The last question is you wager your points and you try to get up there, try to see if you can beat somebody.
0: At eleven o'clock, we had a principal designer. Is it principal designer? I can't remember what his title is from Kenner.
1: Uh sure. We can our head designer, one of the top guys Something from like Kenner. Yeah. Tim Probably, Effler. Yeah.
0: Tim Effler gave a presentation on the Jurassic Park toy line, which, which is, great. it was amazing. Like it was in the Ryan's theater room. It was uh, like, <laughs> it's just like this private presentation about the creation of the Jurassic Park toy line, the considerations made what he thinks goes into a great toy line. You have your hero. you want to make sure you have your identifiable hero, your identifiable villain, their magic, thing, which would be like a lightsaber, you know, like the magic toy, the the thing that they have, you have, you need um, conflict, a good story, a good story, just need Mm -hmm. to be summarized in in one phrase, one sentence, this is, you know, Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star or uses the force to blow up the Death Star, and the thing that Jurassic Park didn't have, it had a good title, which was another one of the factors, but it didn't have an identifiable he, uh, hero,
1: right? Because the heroes are have... doctors, and it's like, how are you going to make these people
0: heroes? Yeah, the dinosaurs are villains with a question mark, are they? Yeah. They're just trying to exist. Um, there's no apparently... magic apparently, there's no magical thing like, there's no lightsaber. There's you can't, you know, go out with a, an egg that opens up and turns into a dinosaur, you know, it's just a little toy. So. Part of the, the uh, challenge was ki- coming up with all the things that they needed, which was the dino damage, you know, which I thought was always cool because you would you could pull off a piece of the dinosaur and see the bones, which ties into it being a fossil. Uh-huh. Um, the vehicles had dino damage. Yeah, he also talked about the, the logo creation for Jurassic Park and how the initial logo was more inspired by the Ben Hur logo on the posters from the Charlton Heston movie and he still didn't like it, so he incorporated some Air Force um, iconog- iconographic, um, the, the circle with the line through it. He, he used that. He changed the logo. He, he brought in the skeleton from the Jurassic Park book cover, combined it together, and then was adding that to all the vehicles so that there was some sort of tie-in with all the vehicles because it's just a Jeep. It's just a truck. But if you throw Jurassic Park on the side of it, you know, suddenly it's part of this toy line. And so he was talking about how he was in a meeting with Steven Spielberg pitching the toy line and he had the logo up and Spielberg kind of went, Hey, where did you get that toy, lo- uh, that logo? Who owns that logo? And Tim said it was kind of accusatory. So immediately his defenses went, went up. Cause it's like, you don't want to mess with Spielberg. You don't want to screw this over. Right. And so he's like, uh, you own the logo. No, we don't own the logo. And then Spielberg immediately got on the phone with his production designer and said, I've got the logo. He did it it in the meeting, like on the the
1: phone that's on the table in the meeting. He called him.
0: He paused the meeting to tell the production designer, I have the logo. We're going to use it on everything. And just like the toy line, they put it on all the vehicles. They use, this is the, the logo. And then Spielberg got off the phone, hung up the phone and said, okay, go with the, the presentation. So I can't, I can't imagine being derailed like that in a meeting and and having your item being thrown upon everything, um, in the movie. But that was, that was pretty cool. And even my wife, she was in the room and I was just like, how is she going to respond to that? Is she going to roll her eyes? But no, she thought that was, that was one of the highlights of her day.
1: Yeah. I think our, our wives are starting to appreciate stuff like that. Yeah. Um so they're 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 like oh they, it was so cool because it was more than just hey this is what I did I, I created Jurassic Park. It was like this is steps one, you know, one through ten of creating an awesome toy line. Yeah. And then he even saying, went into detail of like why Jurassic Park was gonna fail or not fail, but why nobody wanted to do it.
0: Yes, yeah. All the considerations that went into the creation of the toy line and why they should go forward. But my I, wife I said like go ahead. Oh, God, no, no, I want to see no, no.
1: Kamikaze unicorns.
0: Yeah, that was a title he threw up there that he thought was like an example of a great title, Kamikaze uni- unicorns. Um, but my wife afterwards was telling me, you know, I can't believe he touched so much of my childhood. He basically made my childhood. Yeah. And then after afterwards, she was talking to Tim's girlfriend, and was like, "It's just amazing of all the stuff he's touched and how he kind of formulated my childhood with all these toys." And she's like, "Yeah, that is pretty cool. Like, even she <laughs> had to consider it. And 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 when you put it like in that perspective, it's kind of like amazing."
1: Yeah. It. it yeah. I. It, I don't know. It. When you talk to these guys, and then it's just, it's one of those things where it's like six years ago to talk to like one of the guys that made the toy line. There's, there's no way you, you know, yeah. and not in your wildest dreams would the, you they would like know who you are yeah they may not know your name but they know you and that's sort of the relationship we have with these guys which is just mind-blowing yeah
0: and then let's see so then we had lunch lunch was great we had uh nine rabbits again i had the cheesesteak and the fries which was great um i missed out on the cake there was ice cream cake which reminds me there's still ice cream cake in this house i gotta get some of that
1: (laughs) gotta get back on your diet jason
0: i get i do i do um so that was great. Uh, going around the collection room is great. There's just yeah. so much to see.
1: Now, and- Ryan really knows how to do it. And he knows how to put on a party. And we he has, you know, all of us there to help him with it. Uh, all of the club that helps. And, and you know, it, it's it's definitely a group effort to put on, on that event. And uh, everybody that helps is definitely appreciated.
0: Yeah. And then from there we went to dinner at Nukes. Yes. Which I was
1: surprised, which was surprisingly good.
0: Yeah, it was perfect because we couldn't have a sit-down dinner. We had room sales at 7 and it was like 6 o'clock. Yeah. There's no way we could have a sit-down dinner at like Applebee's and then be served and then get out on time. Nukes is great because it's like Panera. You got great food. It comes right away. It seems like an advertisement. It's not. Uh, Today's episode of smugglers galaxy podcast is sponsored by nukes dude you
1: never know they just throw they throw uh ads on there i know so it might get advertised by nukes i don't know I who thought it's
0: cool that starbucks once sponsored the show
1: i'm like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> dude and what's funny is it probably only sponsored yours because it knows that you like starbucks
0: maybe because
1: maybe. it's all automated
0: um then room sales happened which was great to hang out with people Again, and talk, and and mm-hmm. talk about Star Wars and life and stuff like that. And that went on for a couple hours. But I needed to get home to clean my house. Yes. Because in the morning, we had the up run. We did. I had family staying with us. They were supposed to leave on Friday. And I'm, like, walking into the house Friday night. And I see the text that my wife had sent me an hour before that I hadn't read. And I'm literally walking in saying, they're still here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Because we had to get up early on Saturday and go. And then Saturday night, I had to clean the house. Because Sunday morning was the Kennesaw run. Which which
1: Wow, that I think this one was better attended than last year's. But uh, I think people made more of it, not more of an effort, but I think people planned better. Mm-hmm. This go round or um uh, or people was, not as many people were flying in or out. And if they did, they made late enough flights to where they could come in, you know, and and make this run.
0: Yeah, it was baked uh, into the event early on. Unlike last time, it was like, uh, last minute, if anyone wants to do this, we have it available.
1: Right. Um, so people were able to plan for it. And uh yeah, we were gonna uh my wife we'd woke. I thankfully I, I must I don't I know my wife doesn't listen to the podcast, but maybe she'll listen to this one. But I gotta thank her because I woke up on uh 7 a.m. on Sunday morning thinking we were going to have to clean and she busted butt when she got home Saturday night and cleaned everything. So all we had to do was Same like case. finishing touches on things, which was great. So I was able to Same relax case. and uh, we were, we were, she was going to run the dogs to the in-laws house, at least to get them out the house. And uh, Ralph and Vinny showed up about eight 15. So they were a little early and we were like, I guess the dogs are staying and our dogs did great. So, uh, um, but yeah, they, the first people showed up at eight 15 and I don't know what time Susan left because I was asleep <laughs> when she, <'cause laughs> They were hanging, her and Mandy were hanging out and I'm like passing out on the couch and it was like, dude, you need a nap. And they, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. They know I need a nap. I'm just going to go take a nap and they're, they're going to be okay.
0: Yeah. David came dying. over at my place around nine. So he was the first to arrive. Who was it? David. Keith White, David oh Keith David White, famous.
1: David White, yes, sorry. Jimmy two packs. Jimmy, Jimmy two, two packs. pack, yeah, because they showed up. I don't know what time they showed up here, but, um, yeah, but it, it was, was like nonstop people for yeah. two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> it was amazing. Like, and then, but then there was the the one on one time. Like, I was able to talk and share, and and do you have this, I have this, and you know, like it was. It was a great to have some time to slow down, and it was at a great pace where it was, you know, there was enough one-on-one or one-on-two time. You know, like I could talk to people, and yeah, you know, Sam made the the Kennesaw run, and uh, Dan. It was great to hang out with Dan and talk to him for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim came at the end. Um, we were about ready to close shop, and then Tim showed up, so I was able to t- take him through the the collection tour. But it was. Mm-hmm it was a blast and i wouldn't trade it for the world and you know gus came in and suddenly i'm like forget all the production stuff look at look at this stuff that i have here like you've seen <laughs> I, it all
1: I, I will say this it was interesting cuz when gus came here the first thing he did was went to my 92 run and i was like dude you're the first person to pay any attention to this all really? day yeah no. and he was just like i this it, i think he just sort of it's nostalgia for him uh it was basically he was just like yeah this is sort of nostalgia where i think it's sort of maybe that's where he starts with everything uh Mm -hmm. i don't want to put words in his mouth but it it was sort of a personal thing it sounded like for him to to make Mm -hmm. make a time to look at that because it brought up a lot of memories um so it was kind of cool uh you know to see him and and you know still it it, um when you see i don't want to give you know when he saw my bill and ted stuff he was like oh and when you have a moment like that from somebody like that it it it's kind of like it's a cool moment you know yeah um because he's seen it all
0: yeah he's yeah um, there's some insecurities that pop up suddenly when gus is in your collection room yeah and uh, he, gus, he's sort of like gus is the most Relatable guy. He's so yeah, good. He
1: and that's, that's, a, that's one thing that I, it's like you get around these people that you look up to and they're just people like you and me, you know, they don't, there, there's not a big head. They, you were saying how you had questions for Gus and you had questions, uh, who else? It was, uh, Ron Salvatore and who yeah. else? Uh, Chris, Chris.
0: but I haven't talked to Chris and Ron yet. So I guess <laughs> I still got to do that. It's right, just so but, busy. You know you,
1: you know, you talk to them and, and it's just sort of like, yeah, man, we're, we're normal guys.
0: Are oh, you talking about Chris? Uh,
1: Chris G. Chris G. Yeah, both. Yeah, and it's like they'll they'll come up to me, Ron, and it's like, and it felt I felt so bad because like as we're walking out the door, Ron is like, "So man, are you still doing like Bill and Ted stuff?" Because I bought stuff off of him, and and yeah. I'm like, "Dude, you wouldn't believe the rabbit hole." But it's <laughs> late; I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it 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 was just one of those moments. Uh, but and,
0: and then Narayan Ryan took a bunch of photos. As yeah. he does to document the he, weekend, and he posted always, them online, we, <laughs> and I saw that Steve Sansweet liked it, and I'm like, Steve Sansweet saw my collection. It's just <laughs> overload. It was a great day. It's a great weekend, and yeah. Uh,
1: It's always dude. It And and David even had a moment, you know, David white was just like, you know, it's awesome, but it's like coming in and having the one-on-one time with people and, you know, getting to see stuff that you normally don't get to see and getting to see people's part, you know, take, you know, thanks for the time. And, you know, that meant a lot too. Yeah. That people appreciate that you're opening your home to them. And, um, you know, it's just, it's cool. I guess I'm saying this. I mean, if you ever get the opportunity to host, yes, it, it, it's a lot of work, but it's very satisfying and it's, it's very rewarding at the end of it because, you know, you're getting to share your collection and you get to see people appreciate it. Uh, and people are very appreciative when you open your home to them.
0: Yeah, it's the vehicle that uh, builds the friendships. Yeah. You know, it's the it's the icebreaker it's star wars and then once you're past the star wars you start talking to people about their lives and get to know them and yeah david kind of said the same thing where that was the highlight for him is that we opened the door for him and and said come on in and and take a look around enjoy have some coffee a bagel you know whatever
1: right and uh yeah we uh i know lewis listens to this so i'm on we were i was talking to his 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 his, he had his grandson with them and i'm just like yes I'm like, dude, what's your name? And he goes, Ma-, and he's like, Mason. I'm like, all right, Mason is in the jar. And then somebody goes, Mason Jar Jar. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you That's got a new name. focus. <laughs> well,
0: it's funny because I have the two episode one Yodas, the one with episode one on the card back and one without. And I always like to point out to people, like, I have both of them. So, you know, what is different about these two carded figures? Mm-hmm. And Nine times out of ten, people don't know it. But Mason did. Mason's like, the episode one's there. Which one's yeah. rare? The episode one is rare. It's like, oh geez, well, I guess you school you're you know your stuff. I don't need to uh uh show you this thing. Let's move on. He was <laughs> yeah, very that's... it was very impressive. He knew a lot about Star Wars.
1: Yeah, and it was cool seeing him um you know see see the things and, and enjoy it. And you you could tell that he he got it, you know. Mm-hmm. He he, uh, he understood what he was seeing.
0: Yeah. So sad that it's over. Yeah. We got things to look forward to.
1: Do you want to make the official announcement on the podcast of what to look forward to for next year?
0: Well, we could share what we shared at the uh, the social. So we did take yeah. a minute to share that next summer we're not doing the summer social as it is. And Ryan's got a son that's going to be going off to college. He's going to be pretty busy. So in lieu of the summer social, we're going to be doing Rogue One weekend, rogue a three fun. day of, Rogue fun. Sorry. <laughs> it's late <laughs> it's a long weekend <laughs> rogue fun weekend a three-day event that will showcase the passion knowledge talent and contribution to the star wars collecting hobby by those that live in the state of georgia um the event will be held from may friday may 3rd through sunday may 5th but saturday may 4th will be the big uh events with and it will include collector focused panels we'll have open collection tours we'll probably do the kennesaw run one last time and then retire it for a little bit so that somebody on the other side of Atlanta can show off their collection. I mean, in in,
1: in fairness, we'll be like 20 minutes from here. So,
0: Oh, not even. I think uh, Tim and I are like, I'm like 10 minutes and Tim might be five. Yeah. So, (laughs) so it makes sense for this, but anyways, we might have special guests. We're working on that. We'll have food swag. And most importantly, we'll have our friends from across the country come to join us. There is no celebration next year. Um, as of right now, as of the recording of this, uh, there isn't a scheduled annual. That doesn't mean that it might not happen or it might, might happen. But as of right now, this might be the biggest and this might just be me marketing. The biggest Star Wars event of next year, of 2024. So 2024, put, yes. Put that on your calendar. Um, it will be ticketed. We're working on trying to figure out the price of the tickets, which reminds me I got to get the group together to start figuring out, do we want to do fundraisers to help bring the, the cost down? Are we going to open up for sponsorships? Um, I have reached out to, and this isn't a final, so I can't make any announcements, but I am collaborating. I'm working on getting a collaboration with a very, um, I'll say again, like it's, it's overwhelming. It's amazing
1: to, that when you know people and are just like, Hey, I'm thinking of doing this. They're like here.
0: A very impressive artist. Right. Right who has posters in places that I was trying to get posters from for a long ass time and never was able to, and now has San Diego comic-con exclusive posters. And I won't say anything more, but he's going to be helping us work on swag. Uh, We have an agreement in place, so I just, he needs to send over a contract so I can sign that. But yeah, it's, it's coming together and it's going to be pretty exciting Uh, We have an event producer who's going to be helping us to make sure that this is a flawless event and Mm -hmm. already suggesting, you know, maybe you shouldn't do a 45-minute panel. Maybe it should be 35 minutes, which, yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah, Maybe that's the way to do it. And uh, after seeing John do trivia, I'm like, what if we did the front half of the room trivia and the back half could go chill and do whatever they want?
1: That would be fun. I mean, yeah, there's so many. After that first initial meeting, it's like, man, we could change so much stuff around now and it'd still be awesome.
0: So we're working on that. Um, And uh, yeah, so look for more details. Probably September, October time frame. We'll sell tickets. It'll be a limited event. Um, I think so. I mean, we'll just be fully transparent. The room will hold 120 people and with Our hosts, our our panelists and guests are probably going to sell maybe in in the range of 105, 110 tickets, depending on what we're doing. So first come, first serve. Um, It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a blast. Narayan, like I said, Narayan can't do it, but he will have a party at his place Friday night, possibly This is not a we shouldn't announce schedule. So
1: (laughs) there will be a welcome party Friday night and hopefully an excurge, excurge, excurgeon, excursions, excursions on uh, Sunday. Hopefully we'll get something to do with the group. And yes, uh, Saturday, we're starting late enough in the day. Y'all should be able to enjoy uh, the various toy shops uh, in the area and maybe, uh, you know, We'll have a group. Maybe Tim of them. can open his house. Well, you know, we don't know yet. We don't know. Something, you know, we're hoping right to do We're working on, on the May Saturday. 4th
0: event. Huh? <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get the May 4th event down first. Which one? The the event, the one that we're the one that it. we're
1: working on right now. We have to yeah. get everything down. Yes. Okay, we to get I got that you. Done. Yeah, yeah. We got to get that production done before we can start excursions and stuff. But
0: even just talking about it gets me excited. And like I was getting tired, but now I'm like charged. And maybe it's the roids again. Yeah. Rogue <laughs> fun weekend. <laughs>
1: get poison ivy all the time for the roids.
0: Let me tell you something, brother. I get poison ivy and then I get some steroids to get it on my body. And then I start marketing rogue fun weekend. <laughs> Anyways.
1: So mark it huh. on your calendars.
0: Yeah, mark it. Don't, don't do anything that we can. Save it. Save yes. the date. Thank thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If it's allowed, really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback. We'd love to make you part of the show like we did today for with uh, Jordan. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo, and thank you to Levi Waterhouse, champion of table tennis at the Summer Social 2023 for the Smugglers Galaxy music. Hasbro, re-release VC66, hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way, brother. This
1: is the way! Do you want to... record something for um ted real quick and then i'll just send it oh sure